0: All right, moms. So we are about to sit down and talk with a entrepreneur who decided to start her business when she was 12 weeks pregnant. So Andrea is a mom of two littles, and she went from an MA in 10 years in child development to starting her own business when she was 12 weeks pregnant. She wanted the freedom to set her own hours and be her own boss, so she dove into the realm of a virtual assistant. So I am Jody the Mom from lifeunbox.blog if you're new to the show. And um, I am a virtual assistant and I have been for 8 years now and I've have 6 kids and I homeschool them. So it was very interesting for me to just be reminded of how, what it was like starting out. How to, all those questions of how to get clients, how to price yourself, uh, and so, and give yourself maternity leave. So we talked about all of those things in the conversation. So I hope you enjoy this interview and you are inspired that no matter what stage of life you're you are in, that you can start a business. So let's get into the show. Andrea welcome to the show go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do okay thank you
1: for having me Jody. um so my name is Andrea Singletary I'm a wife and mom of two I have a two-year-old son and a six-week-old daughter yes she's very new (laughs) yes Um, and I'm a stay at home mom. Um, but I also have a business. Um, last year in October, I launched my virtual assistant business, the savvy VA mama. Um, and at that time I was providing blog, copywriting, um, general administration and, um, social media management. Um, I soon realized that I didn't like doing those things and (laughs) wanted to niche. Um, so this year I, um, looked into um, podcast management took a course absolutely loved it and that's what I'm doing now um, in between chasing my two-year-old around and caring for my newborn
0: <laughs> those are active ages they're very fun ages but th- yeah they have they uh they're very active
1: <laughs> yes <Yeah>. yes
0: <laughs> okay so what did you do before before you actually started as a virtual assistant, because it was not the same.
1: <laughs> no, um, yeah, completely different direction. So I um, started out working in the early childhood field. Um, in 2012, I started working as a preschool teacher and I moved all the way up in 2017. I started um, working as a preschool director. I oversaw a really neat program. It's called Kidship and they cater to both typically developing and medically fragile children. So it was a full inclusion program. Um, we had preschool teachers and nurses working together, worked there for three years. And then while I was on maternity leave with my son, um, the school ended up closing down due to the pandemic. So um, my husband and I were like, okay, just stay home, you know, get to experience all those firsts with my son and everything. And then just you know, we're still in the pandemic. So I was like, okay, (laughs) got to figure something out. And so that's when I um, looked into becoming a virtual assistant and went down that road.
0: (laughs) Yeah. My husband, um, my baby was three months old when everything, when he had to work from home. And so that was the first time he was able to be home and watch Mm -hmm. like all the milestones instead of me sending pictures and, you know, text messages. So for us, that was like very special Mm -hmm. to be able to do that. So. So was this uh, wanting to be a virtual assistant? Was it because you just, you needed to figure something else out or was it a thought that you had in your head for a while?
1: Um. So, Prior to looking into becoming a virtual assistant, I launched my mom blog and I built my own website, wrote my own blogs and everything. And I loved it. And I was like, oh, I wonder if I can get paid to do this. And <laughs> yes. so that's when I started researching and I just saw a virtual assistant, virtual assistant. And so I was like, oh, OK, so. I looked into that. I actually took a course just to kind of like learn some of the basic skills, but also to sharpen the skills I already had. And yeah, that's how I got into it.
0: Hey, so I think it's key for people to know that you were 12 weeks pregnant when you started this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> Um, So yeah, I found out I was pregnant with my daughter in August of last year, and I thought it would be a good idea to launch a virtual assistant business. So here I am 12 weeks pregnant, nauseous, like can't (laughs) keep anything down. I have my um, son who he wasn't two yet. So I have a toddler at home too. And I was like, you know, it's a grand idea to start a business. (laughs)
0: So what were all of your, cause I know like I've, um, I've been pregnant with my number five and number six, mm-hmm. like working from home and homeschooling kids. And it was just total exhaustion, but I wasn't trying to build a business. I had a business. Mm-hmm. So what were some of those thoughts and feelings? Like as you're trying to start this new endeavor <laughs> <laughs> and like, I know that that miserable feeling that you're going, mm-hmm. you're feeling
1: yeah I mean I took a lot of naps in between like working on stuff for my business um but I think I was just really excited to have something of my own because like I said I had been home with my son all this time hadn't worked or done anything and I really was motivated to have something for myself and of course you know contribute to our household and everything um but yeah, it was, it was a lot. I had to do a lot of positive self-talk and encourage myself and my husband, you know, he was my number one cheerleader and everything telling me that I could do it and whatnot. And he, you know, took on extra responsibilities with our son just so I would have that extra time to work on things for my business. But yeah, it, it was really like all about my mindset. Cause if I hadn't changed my mindset, I wouldn't have launched this business. <laughs>
0: Right. Uh, so I know you said that you picked podcasting be- or podcast mm-hmm. management because you just really liked it. Was there anything else about providing that service that drew you to it?
1: Um, I like the fact that one, I didn't have to like clock hours because as a virtual assistant, especially doing general admin, you usually provide hourly packages. Mm -hmm. And so podcast management, it's more so you're doing projects. So I could get up at five in the morning before, you know, my kids wake up and work on it. Or if I want to stay up a little later at night after they've gone down for the evening, I had that freedom to do that. I didn't have to work during like normal business hours so that was a big motivator for me just especially like I said with you know having a two-year-old and a newborn during the day trying to get stuff done it's next to impossible (laughs) so I had to kind of work during the times like when they're sleeping um so yeah that's really what sold me on podcast management
0: okay so when you were doing your just to get kind of nitty-gritty when you were doing the social media and and more, I guess, administrative stuff. Were you charging hourly at that point?
1: Um, I started out that way. And then in January, I was like, you know, what? I don't like these hourly packages. (laughs) So I restructured my packages. I still for the um, administrative support, I still offer the hourly packages because I really didn't see a way around that. Um, But for the social media management and blog copywriting, I create set packages for it. Um, and it work, worked out a lot better that way, especially social media management. Like trying to do so many hours of creating graphics and scheduling them and everything, it it was crazy. <laughs> so yeah.
0: Okay. So no, because I'm always like, because honestly, like fee structure is so mm. it can be the hard part of being a virtual assistant. Yes. So I'm just trying to like, what's the best advice? So you prefer. Um, So since you've done both, Mm -hmm. you definitely recommend the project management or the project packaging, but how do you figure that out? Like, you don't have to give us all -hmm. numbers, but just like, what were some of the things that helped you to figure that part out?
1: Um, I did a lot of research. So I looked at other virtual assistant websites to kind of see how they were offering their packages, not necessarily to copy them or anything, but just kind of see like what, their way of thinking was and how they structured their packages and everything. Um, So for instance, with social media management, instead of doing hourly, I had to be realistic, like, okay, what am I willing to commit to? Because you're putting these packages out there. If somebody purchases it, you have to do it. So I looked at, okay, for, you know, the most basic package, I could commit to posting three times a week and doing about 30 minutes of engagement each week. So it's really like looking at what you're willing to commit to because somebody at some point is going to pay for your package. So you don't want to offer all of these things. And then when it comes down to it, you're like, oh, wait, I don't want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) So it's really like looking at what you want to do. And I also recommend trying out different things. Like as a virtual assistant, there's so many services you can offer. So try out a few things, see what you enjoy, see like, okay, you know, I absolutely hate doing that, never offering it again, but you, you're not going to know until you try it out. So like for me, I didn't know I hated social media management until after I actually started doing it. So now I no longer offer that service. Um, So definitely try different things out. Um, and you can even like, especially if you're just starting out, you can do like testimonial projects and it'll give you a feel of whether or not you actually like it. Mm -hmm. Um, but back to like the packages and everything. So I do recommend that over hourly because hourly, especially if you're offering like, okay, I'm going to do 30 hours a month. Sometimes. Your client may not need you to do 30 hours a month. Some of the tasks they give, it may take less time or may take more time. So I've seen virtual assistants that do a range of hours for their packages. um, So they can say like, oh, I'll do up to 30 hours a month or something like that. So that's another way to do it. and sorry, I lost my train of thought.
0: <laughs> no, uh, I understand. Mom brain. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes, mom brain. It's really bad right now. <laughs> but yeah, like just looking at um, other virtual assistants and getting ideas from them, um, especially like on Facebook, you can join. There's so many virtual assistant groups. And so it's great to build that network and reach out to others and say, Hey, like, what do you think of my packages? Am I offering too much for too little? Oh, that's where I was going with. Don't sell yourself short. You are providing a much needed service. And yes, you may be new, but you still have the skills to do these tasks. So don't feel that you have to underprice yourself in order to get clients. There are people who are willing to pay what your packages are, however much they cost. And those are the clients that you want. So do not sell yourself short.
0: I totally agree. I guess also um, billing by project gives you a Mm -hmm. more stable income too yes
1: yes it does um it's nice too because you can kind of map out your whole month like okay I can take on you know this many projects and okay this will be my income for the month
0: so you've been doing this almost two years now um
1: not quite I did it started last year okay almost a year
0: so how did you get clients starting out
1: um. So I started by reaching out to family and friends. So my very first two clients, one was my mom, because she launched her coaching business. And another one was a friend from church. And so it was nice because I knew them. And so if I messed up, it wasn't quite a big deal. So I right. got to practice with them and everything. And then from there, I started networking in Facebook groups and I ended up finding um, three more clients that way. Okay. Um, and by the end of last year, I was fully booked. So um, I highly recommend Facebook groups and not just joining like virtual assistant Facebook groups, but like going where your ideal client is. So like for me, my ideal client are mompreneurs. So there's like so many mompreneur Facebook groups and those are the groups that I joined and I was able to find um, clients that way. Um, I also um, networked in my local mom group and found one of my clients that way. So um, like I said, looking to see, like thinking about, okay, where would my ideal client hang out? That's where you're going to want to hang out too.
0: No, that's great advice. And even for a blogging podcast, that's always the advice. So go, go hang out where they're at. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you said you're fully booked. What does that look like? What does your day look like then? Like how many hours do you end up spending a day or a week? on? Um,
1: so at that time I was doing probably about 10, no, not 10 hours a day, more like five to six hours a day. Um, yeah, it was really nice because it's like, it's not a full-time job, but I'm bringing in the income that I need. Um, and I was able to structure my day, um, how I want it to like, especially at that time. Um, I had my son home with me full time. He's now in preschool, thankfully. <laughs> so <laughs> you need a mean, break. <laughs> yes. I get a much needed break. Um, but back then he was home with me. So like I was working around his nap schedule and different things like that. So yeah, I was doing
0: anywhere from about five to six hours a day. Okay. So that's not too bad. That's mm-hmm. like, that's, um, very doable. What about now? Are you on maternity leave? Did you give yourself maternity leave or are you still working? <laughs> so not
1: really. I gave myself, I think like a week and then I was like, okay, I'm ready to get back to it. I do not recommend that.
0: <laughs> well, it's a lot different. Cause like I said, I've worked in an office with my oldest four and then my youngest two, um, I was doing my own virtual assistant business. So I think with number five, I took like two weeks off and then I was back. And, but when I was in the office, it was like, Oh, I'm taking my full three months.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's how it was with my son. I took my full maternity leave and then they ended up closing. I was like, Oh, so I get an extended leave. (laughs) But with my daughter, I was like, no, I want to get back to it. And I think because I thought back to like with my son, I got so bored during my maternity leave. Okay. Like I need something to do, keep, you know, my brain working and everything. And so with my daughter, I was like, you know what? I'm going to jump right back into it. And it was nice because my husband was on his paternity leave. So I like pretty much gave the kids to him other than like when my daughter needed to eat, I took her <laughs> back and I was able to get work done.
0: <laughs> okay. And so what, this is actually a good, good question to address, um, because we are independent contractors. So how did you plan your maternity leave? How did you do it, plan around that with your clients? Like, yeah, how did you do all that?
1: Um, it was very interesting because I, um, this time around, I did a home birth. And so I went into labor naturally, wasn't induced or anything like that. And so I literally had to keep my clients updated. So it was like the <laughs> week I went into labor, I kept having like false starts. And I was like, wait, I think this is it. And then I was like, OK, false alarm. I can still work. <laughs> um, but I did tell them ahead of time, like at first I was planning to take about a month off and then um as I got closer to my due date, I was like, you know what? No, I don't want to take a month off. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a week off. But however, if I feel that I need more time, I will let you guys know. Um, and I also made sure to provide them with um, other virtual assistant contact information in case I did need to take an extended time off, um, so that way they would have backup. So I. Um, a friend of mine who she's also a virtual assistant, we started at the same time. I referred them to her. Um, so that way she knew she's like, this is a temporary situation. You're not keeping my clients. Right. <laughs> um, but it ended up working out where I just needed that week off and then I was ready to come back. So
0: no, that is actually a great idea, is to mm-hmm. connect with someone you can trust because no, we don't want yes, our clients swiped. Yes. Um <laughs> to do that because um, it sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you, you're not necessarily a virtual assistant because you're, you're looking to make uh, like a million dollars and then go work on the beach in a hammock. Although that sounds pretty nice, Uh, (laughs) but it sounds like you want the freedom to be home with your kids. Yeah.
1: That (laughs) that was my main um, motivation for doing this is I wanted to be able to be there for all those first moments. So I got to see when my son took his first steps and said his first word and everything. And I remember back to when I was younger, my mom would always tell me how she regretted that she didn't get to be there for those first moments. Like I, my aunt kept me when I was young and I started walking at 10 months. And so when my mom came to pick me up, I walked to the door to greet her. And she was like, oh, my gosh, my baby's walking. And my aunt was like, oh, yeah, she's been doing that for about a week now. My mom had no clue because uh-huh. I wouldn't do it at home. I just did it at my aunt's house. And I didn't want that. Like, I wanted to be able to be there for all of those moments. But also, too, just thinking about, like, your kids get sick. So having to go and pick them up from child care and everything that can turn into an issue if you're constantly having to, you know, take off from work and everything like that. And so like, just talking things over with my husband, like we both agree, like, you know what? Yeah, I should stay at
0: home. That I, that's the same reason I did it. Cause I wanted to be able to homeschool my kids and just have that freedom. But you know, we still, it's just two income households now. Like it's yes. just kind of the way it is. So I love the fact that we can kind of like change how work has always been done Mm -hmm. and carve out a space that's just for moms. Yes. Okay. So what are some practical tips that you would offer, um, to a mom starting out in Mm -hmm. the virtual assistant world and being home with kids and babies?
1: (laughs) Yes. Um, one be realistic. So every day is not going to look the same. Your kids aren't going to follow your schedule. They're going to do their own thing and it's okay. Um, and you have to be okay with that too. So just be realistic about, you know, how many clients you should take on, you know, um, what hours you actually can work, you know? So like with, being um, doing general administration, that's usually during business hours. So you, if you're that's something you want to a service you want to provide, you should let your clients know. You know what? These are the hours I can commit to. Um, so just keeping that in mind. Um, also, show yourself a lot of grace. It's not easy running a business and taking care of your home. You know, you have your kids you're cooking dinner, you still have to, you know, make time for your husband. So just show yourself grace. Like, like I said, every day is not going to go easy. Um, this week alone, like I can attest to it. My husband went back to work and my, I tell my kids were plotting against me. <laughs> yes, they do that. They, they woke up every day this week before six thirty, both of them, um my son we're like getting ready to start potty training and I guess he's ready to start now so I've caught him a few times pulling down this pull-up and trying to use the bathroom in random places in the house like it's just it's been like an ongoing thing and so um oh my daughter woke up <laughs> and okay. so um my son, he goes to preschool Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And okay. so Tuesdays and Thursdays, I've told my clients, I will not be doing any work because I can't get anything done. Right. I have them both home. And that's something that we both, uh, you know, me and my clients have agreed to their understanding and everything. So it's okay. Like show yourself some grace and just be realistic. Don't say, you know what? I can do all of this. No, you can't. You're going <laughs> to run yourself into the ground.
0: That is great advice and I don't mind the baby in the background. She gives ambiance (laughs) to our uh, whole discussion. Yes. Oh,
1: she's so cute. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Okay. So what I have two more questions and then we'll Mm -hmm. wrap it up. What is your favorite part of being a mom?
1: Um, I think seeing my kids grow up, like I remember my son, like, it just seems like just yesterday he was a newborn and now he's two and he's talking and his little personality is just he has such a big personality <laughs> um and especially like hearing like what his teachers say about him like he's really starting to come out of his shell and he's just mr social butterfly and everything and so I think just seeing that transition from how they go from being a newborn to oh they're active toddlers and they have, you know, their own opinions and you know their own way of doing things and stuff like my son he's super independent. And so I just love to see like who my kids are becoming like even my daughter um Although she's only six weeks, she has such a big personality like she makes it known if she doesn't like someone. (laughs) (laughs) And so, and then she's like, even like I could tell when she's getting irritated with her brother, she's like, you know turning away from him because he always wants to give her kisses and she's like putting her arms up trying to block him and everything and so just seeing their little personalities blossom—like, I think that is my favorite part yeah it's
0: wait till they get to be 16
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a completely different situation I'm not ready for the teen years <laughs>
0: So like I said, it's really actually a lot to look forward to because you mm-hmm. can like leave them home and go grocery shopping by yourself. So
1: it's like that. That is true. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay, so where can everyone find you?
1: Um, yeah. so I'm on Instagram. Um, it's the Savvy VA Mama. Um, my website
0: is the Savvy VA Mama.
1: Pretty much everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm on Facebook too.
0: Great. Well, thank you so much for uh, being on the show with me today and for your little baby who made her guest appearance.
1: (laughs) Thank (laughs) you so much for having me.
0: It was a lot of fun.
1: Yes. (laughs)